Welcome back, party people. You are listening to Crossplay, our video game podcast here at The Whatnots. Uh, it is Saturday, June 20th, 2020, and this is episode 30. Coming up on today's show, we are going to be talking about our first impressions of The Last of Us Part 2, all spoiler-free, by the way. Uh, and we will also be rounding up EA Play, as well as the Pokemon presents events that happened this week and also talking about how AT&T trying to sell WB games. Uh, we will get into all of that and more coming up in just a bit. But for now, my name is Kyle Sp Springer and I am joined as always by Ignacio Rojas. Hey. How has it been going Ignacio? It has has been <laughs> It has, wait, it has been <laughs> It's one of going. those weeks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's whatever, whatever week. Yeah. Yeah, man, I, so I, this week, I, I just mentioned to you before we started recording, I felt like it was a light week in terms of video game news. Yeah. And I, 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 it, it's not necessarily the case, but I, it felt like that because all I could think about was The Last of Us. Oh, I was just like, well, I, I, I do play think it, so it was. I do think it was a, like a light week overall. But yeah, there, there were like plenty of stuff happening this week. But I don't think anything was that big for it to all register like it being a good week. I, I think a lot of things were just like, you know what? We'll have The Last of Us have the week. Yeah. Stay out of their way. Um, before we start talking about all of that, I wanted to kind of circle back around to something that we were talking about last week. Now that Whoa. we've had some time to sit on it. Um, do you have any more thoughts on the PlayStation event that happened this past week where they revealed their new console and showed the Miles Morales game and the new Horizon Forbidden West game is do you have more thoughts on that no I don't think I have any more thoughts than what we talked about last week I still think it was a great showing it for sure of recent memory might have been one of the like most memorable or most exciting sure. showings we've seen with regards to uh, a video game presentation we've had this year what microsoft had had its presentation that wasn't that great stadia had its own thing it wasn't that great so yeah it was nice finally seeing a presentation at least this year that really i think everyone can agree it blew us away we all came out of it really exciting for what's to come it was really refreshing i i think so too i i don't know if i'm as high on the event in general but i think it was very very good especially for the circumstances um that we're all yeah. in right now i mean there's there's only so much you can do with the current situation yeah yeah it yeah. was mostly trailer after trailer after trailer it wasn't that like, they didn't do anything particularly mind-blowing. I don't know. They didn't do anything new presentation-wise, but 
what we saw, I do think it was strong enough for yeah. us to come out of it really excited. Yeah. Uh, have you has has your thoughts changed on the design of the c console? Are you starting to like it a little bit more? Are you still? Oh, I, I like it. <laughs> I never had a problem with it. My right, only right. issue. I'm, I'm just. My only issue like... is that that thing is huge. I yeah. don't think if you look at the console by itself, it doesn't look that big. Actually, I I would say, from the moment I saw it, I I I thought it would be even smaller than the PS4 and the PS4 Pro. Mm -hmm. But no, that thing is huge. Yeah, I'm so I, I have my TV sitting on uh kind of one of those square organizers. It, it's mm -hmm. like four by four uh squares. Um, if, 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 if you guys watch the YouTube versions of our, uh, 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 other podcast, you can kind of see one behind me in the videos. Uh, it's that thing. And I'm worried that it's not going to fit in there. Mm. So you know, we'll see, but I, I, I still really like the design. It's, yeah. it's, it looks, it looks Futuristic. Yeah, I I don't the... know if it'll age well though. Yeah, well, I but think it I will. I like it though. But yeah, that's one of the reasons I like it. It's because usually with video game consoles, you like before. It always happens that before we see the actual console, people come up with these like artistic renderings and oh, mm -hmm. this is what the console would look like, and they never look like that. They always look. Like a, a black rectangle. Yeah. But the PS5 actually looks like that. Like what you would see someone come up with before the console is shown. And I like that. I like that it's something new. And also that design is... I really feel like you could see that design in one of... On whatever video game you, you're on. That, it, that you're in the future and for whatever reason you're in someone's room. and. They have their generic futuristic console. It kind of looks like that. Yeah, yeah. I uh, speaking of that, I just had that happen in a game I'm playing, and they had a video yeah. game console there, and it was the that PlayStation Three oh. in there, and I was just like, "Oh man, <laughs> that thing is that thing is huge, and that thing is really heavy." I have it. Yeah, the, I used to one. have one. I'm I'm. Generally speaking, once I have fully transitioned to the next generation, I try to get rid of my consoles oh. for the most part. There's been a couple times I've regretted it, mm. um, but for the most part, I'm fine with it. Yeah, I'm lucky that I still have my, like, uh, all of the consoles, well, not of the consoles, all of the PlayStation consoles I grew up with. I have still my PS1, my PS2, the PS3 still works, and I have my 4 Pro. So luckily, I, I still have all of those. I still have my original Game Boy, like my big fat yellow oh. one. I have Ooh. that. I have uh, my GameCube, and I have my PlayStation 2 Slim, like the real small one. Oh, I love the design of the Slim. I have that one. Yeah. Yeah, it's good. My my favorite design is still the PS One, the PS O N E, yeah, like the slim PS One. 
The thing is so small. I love it. <laughs> it's barely even bigger than a than a CD. That's wild. Yeah. Well, let's get into what we've been playing this week. Uh, I I know we've both been playing The Last of Us Part Two, so let's save that for last. What what are the uh, other things that you have been playing this week? Well, I haven't played anything much this week. Anything that I, I stuck with for a long period of time. I jumped between games here and there. Like I played some of. I still I'm still playing through Picross, but that's okay. a game I play here and there, and it's not a game that you can really talk much about it. Right, just like I but, solved thirty puzzles this week. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but so with my Switch, since I finally finished Final Fantasy VII. Mm-hmm. I I had been getting this like want to play replay Breath of the Wild. So I finally restarted it. I haven't played much of it uh on this playthrough. I just before we started recording I just finished the first shrine. I think they're called shrines. Like yeah, the, the 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 ones that are n- like not the temples, but they're like yeah. the small ones. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I just finished one of those, and God, the game is still so great. It's what fun. they did I... is is so mind blowing. Yeah, I I I have good memories playing that game because I was playing that at work. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was still I I used to work in my building's basement. And no one was really down there. And my job <laughs> basically is just like, it needs me to be on call. But if there's mm-hmm. no work, then I can just like read comics or something. Oh. And, and in this case, I was like, I'm just going to play Zelda while I'm down here. <laughs> uh, so I, I, I spent a week. But uh, I've never actually beaten that game. Really? No, I got all the way up to right when it was like, okay, now go fight Ganondorf. And I was just like, okay, I'm going to go play Mario. <laughs> what? Why so, yeah, I, 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 Why I stopped and it? then just never picked it back up. So I, I one day need to go back and beat that game. Yeah. What I love about Breath of the Wild is that you can at any point just go straight through Gan- straight for yeah. Ganon. Yeah. Straight for the big, the big final boss. I love that. But yeah, one of the cool. things that I really appreciated of the game is that they really put an emphasis on if you think you can do something, you can probably do it. Like, yeah. for example, right now when I was playing, usually when you see trees on any video game, they don't do anything. You can do anything. You can't mm-hmm. do nothing with them. So what I did now was that I had an axe and I thought, oh, Maybe if I swing my axe at the at the tree, it will drop some wood. So I did that. I gave it a couple of uh, of hits, and then the trunk, the that's right, that's what it's yeah. called, the trunk. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That fell, and that started rolling down the hill. And I know if that if the enemies would have been there, it would have killed them probably. Yeah. And also how the physics work with all of so the powers. Inventive. that Yeah. I love that if there's electricity, you can, you can, electricity will work like it would work if you expose it to water, for example. I love mm-hmm. that. I love the emphasis they, they gave to the physics of, physics of the game. I really love that. It's 
good stuff. And, and also how open it is and how at first glance it does it might feel a bit empty for someone that's just looking at it but going through it you'll find that it won't take much for you to find something new something out of the ordinary you will walk a little bit and you'll find a camp of bug goblins i think that's what they called or you walk a little bit more and you'll find a lake but the lake has something special on it or you'll find a mountain and there is a cave in it Mm -hmm. At first glance, it might look a bit empty, but if you pay attention, it isn't. And I love how this is one of those types of games where you and I can start at this exact same point and maybe go to the exact same part, but our journeys there will be completely different. You will experience things that I didn't. And I, I love those types of games. I like to refer to those types of games as Odyssey games. Whereas it's more than just the story. It's the stories you create while playing it. It reminds me a lot of Skyrim. That's the other yeah. Odyssey game I, I love to... The other game that I love to call an Odyssey game. Indeed. But yeah, that's... I haven't played much yet, like I said, of this replay of Breath of the Wild, but I'm really excited to keep going. Sounds good, man. Yeah. Other than that, I played a bit more of AC Origins. I have been doing that lately where I kind of pick it up, maybe play through a few missions, but not do much in it. But the reason I wanted to actually bring it up was that, I don't know if you remember, but mm -hmm. right around the time when, when AC Origins came out and Final Fantasy XV came out, they both had like a crossover event. Both yeah. sides had crossovers. I, I do remember that because I, I used the Chocobo in yeah. Origins as, as my, like, transportation. I was like, hell yeah, I will want a Chocobo. <laughs> Amazing. Yeah, so out of the, the, ah, that's the word, the cross event. Crossover? Crossover, yeah. <laughs> For whatever reason, I just lost the word. Yeah, out of the it crossover, happens. both Final Fantasy XV and AC Origins got like their own special missions, like referencing the other game. And so far, I had only experienced the the Final Fantasy portion of it. Mm -hmm. For example, in so in Final Fantasy XV, there's this mission when where an event comes to town that it's like a celebration of assassins, and clearly right. a reference to the Assassin's Creed games. And so I went through it when it came out a long time ago. But now that I'm playing through Origins, I got to experience the other side of it. The yeah. Origins side of it. And it was interesting while it lasted. It wasn't a particularly long, like, long occurrence, long event. Yeah. I for sure think the, the, what happens in 15 is so much longer. But still, it... <laughs> I was thinking that if you are playing through AC Origins and you had no idea of the crossover with Final Fantasy XV, you would be so, so confused. Yeah, because like it, it was something you just see this like comet hit yeah. in the desert, and then you go explore it, and there's like a small quest thing that you need to go do. But at the end of it, yeah, it, like you get this like like a certain sword, I think, and then you get the chocobo as your 
horse if you want yeah. to use that. And so it's just so, like, I can use a giant chicken to ride around in now? <laughs> okay. <laughs> you, know, you know, I was expecting like a full-blown chocobo, but it's more like a chocobo cross with like a camel of a, or a horse. Yeah. I was kind of expecting more of a chocobo, a two-legged chocobo. It's, but it's yeah, an so interesting v- version of a chocobo, for mm-hmm. sure. Yeah, so what happens in the game is that you go to this area and a comet comes down. So you're going to investigate the the rock that hits and you see that the impact kind of like opened up this small chamber. So you go mm-hmm. there and you see a painting that has these like lines it kind of looks like a sundial yep so you know it kind of represents time so you go outside you walk like a bit more and then you see that there's this uh big thing like a totem or an obelisk and these like different things so you know that it kind of works like a sundial you have to actually wait until the the sun hits it at a certain way so that the what you saw on the painting happens in there in that, that sundial. So that happens. Match up. Yeah, it has to match up. So that happens. You do what you're supposed to do. You go back to the chamber and you see that it's open now. It's fully open. So you walk in there and then there's this bigger chamber with like a kind of like a rectangular force field thing. So Bike approaches it, and something starts happening, and all of a sudden, out in the sky, this being made out of swords comes out, flying all around, like completely out of place for ancient Egypt. Yeah. It comes out, and then out of the like that rectangular force field comes a character from Final Fantasy XV, Arin, I think it was his name. Yep. So he comes out. And then somehow fuses with the with that sword being, and then goes fly goes flying into the sky, and so that's strange. it. Strange. That's all. No explanation. No nothing. <laughs> and so yeah, it's like what was I smoking? What? Yeah. Did I take what some drugs happened? and didn't realize it? Yeah. So yeah, like you said, in in Arden's place, there is now like a sword and a shield, like. Kind of like futuristic style or cyberpunk style or mm. steampunk style. And that's that. No explanation, no nothing. Now you have this sword and this shield that's totally out of place. Now you have a chocobo for a mount. And no explanation. I was thinking, if you do nothing, what would you be thinking right now? Man, those <laughs> Egyptians were into some crazy shit. Yeah. Like, oh, wow, I didn't know we had sword beings back in the day. Yeah. Wild. But yeah, that's that's all I, I wanted to talk about. Uh, AC Origin. Okay. I thought it was pretty cool. Well, let's see. I've, I still I played a little bit more of Halo 1. I think I ran one more mission. Uh, so not, not much in that. Um, Where is that? I, let's see. I got, I'm, I'm on... I did You're the on one... the Halo, right? Yeah, I'm on the Halo that you get there on the second mission, I believe. I am about to start uh, the cartographer 
one. I forget the exact name of that. But I went into the alien ship. Uh, they beamed me up. Oh, so you played a, the ship. a bunch now. Yeah, well, they, they beamed me up into the alien ship. I got through mm -hmm. all of that stuff. Uh, you escape in one of the hair ships, and then you meet your like you meet your people on the beach, and you're storming the beach there, and it's about to do the cartographer. Oh, so you play a bunch? I thought you played two missions. That's the. I mean, that that's only mission like three or four. I mean, I yeah, guess. but how many hours is that? Like you mm. do a bunch before that. I, the first time I played, I played for maybe an hour and a half. And then the second really? time, I think also maybe an hour and a half. Was it that short? It's, it, it's, it's a lot shorter than I'm remembering. But it, yeah, it's, ah. I mean, I'm, I'm also playing it on easy. Just so yeah, I but can I could have experience a little story. more happened in between. Yeah. Which I, I've, okay. I've beaten all the, those games. Before, okay, so you went but... up to the alien ship. Mm -hmm. Did you have any problems navigating through it? Because that was one of my biggest problems. Was that mainly in the alien ships, it was so hard to tell where you had to go. Um, the thing, so for me, no. I, I, I think that's kind of because I remember those levels so well uh, i'm like oh yeah you have to go do something like this and that but the thing that i noticed um is that they usually placed a <clears throat> in in a, 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 a enemy in the direction that you need to go mm -hmm. like when you're in the big labyrinth maze like insides of that ship if if you get to an intersection and you can go like left or right if there's a bad guy on one end, you go in that d d direction. Mm, yeah, see, yeah. <laughs> My strategy is just kill them all. Yeah, which I, I mean... paying attention to where they were actually standing. Yeah, it, it, it's, 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 it's that. It's, I guess, supposed to be kind of like a trail of bread crumbs. Like, mm. oh, there's one there. I'll go kill him. And then when you get to the spot where he's at then someone will shoot you down the corridor from from you know a different spot it's like okay now go get that one mm. laid you down the path but yeah i'm still just yeah. taking it real slow with that one uh life is strange before the storm i mentioned i beat that last week uh but this week i did the farewell mission and oh, all right. i have to say on that one else is I forgot how much of a gut punch that one was because it's only like an hour long. Mm. Maybe it's a really short one and you have no like major decisions. Uh, it's just Chloe and Max playing pirates and stuff like that. <laughs> uh, but at the end of it, yeah, there's just a major gut punch and I was crying and I was like, I forgot how emotional this is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I remember that when it came out, the whole yeah. controversy was that that part of the game, I think, was like, you could only access if you had like a special edition or something, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, if you pre-ordered it, you got the farewell. I think you could eventually also purchase it separately. Yeah, no, they, I think they ended up changing that to also be able to 
you being able to get it after the fact. Interesting. If I remember correctly, I don't, I don't know. I've never played Life is Strange. So I'm not that invested on in it. Uh, oh, man, it's so good. Uh, Gears Tactics. I mentioned last week I moved it down to easy and was a little disappointed. One, that I had to. Um, and then two, that it was a little too e e easy. Mm -hmm. uh, it has now gotten to a place that is a lot more comfortable. I'm oh. like, okay, this is the challenge that I want, but I, it's still not like super difficult. Mm -hmm. um, so I'm I'm enj enjoying that a lot more now. Uh, the nice. story is still just like, who cares? <laughs> just let, <laughs> let let me play these missions. The one thing that I do want to to say about this is that I don't know if I like how they do the side missions in this game. Um, so it, there are three a a acts to this game, the beginning, middle, and end. And in each act, there's about uh, six to eight chapters. Mm -hmm. Each chapter is usually one mission. Uh, but every so often, uh, to be able to do the mission for that chapter, you need to do a couple side missions. However, they're mandatory. So they're um, not side missions. Not really. And I don't like that. Yeah. But it, it's, they are side missions in the sense that they're not really moving the plot along or they're not having you like find out new information about who the bad guy is or what he wants and what's going on, you know. Um, but the one thing that I do kind of like that they do is they give you options. So it'll be like, okay, to get to the next story mission, you need to do uh, two of these, like, three or four side missions. And then you can pick which ones you want. Mm. I kind of like that, but I, yeah, I, I'm, like, having trouble coming to terms with, like, these aren't really side missions, are they? They're, they're just regular missions with no story yeah. in them. Um, I, I, I guess they had to call them something, but I'm still really enjoying the gameplay of that game. A lot of fun. So you're, you're playing this on Halo both on your PC, right? C correct, yes. How's it handling it? Uh, it's handling it phenomenally. Running? I Gears Tactics has c c crashed on me. Uh, once, and mm -hmm. I've had a couple times. I've I've had two times where like a character got stuck on on some of the on the geometry, and mm -hmm. it was trying to complete an action, and essentially was just stuck. Uh, so I was like, ah, all right, have to restart that one. But mm -hmm. that's that. It's it's been totally fine. Do you know if you're running those on? max settings or something other than normal settings mm, i don't know off the top of my head i just kind of went with whatever the default stuff mm -hmm. was so i'm i'm so I, I i haven't learned to be super picky about that yet i'm used to playing <laughs> on consoles yeah so do you figure out if you can get resident evil 3 uh i i 
cannot, not in the way that oh. I was t- talking about. So it, it was that like, yeah, you, you, you can pick uh, one of the games that we have here, which was Resident Evil 3 or Monster Hunter World Iceborne. Mm-hmm. Or you can get three months of Game Pass. Oh, so it was then. You had to choose one. Yeah, and so I went with Game Pass, and then they were like, hey, if you sign up now for recurring payments, uh, we'll give you an extra month for free. Mm. I ended up with four months of Game Pass. I was like, that sounds good to me, because then I can play Gears Tactics. Maybe I'll jump into Minecraft Dungeons. Yeah. Uh, Also, there was the new Ori game I've not played either of the, 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 those so you might hear me talk about those down the road yeah. or you want is busy i played a bit of it on mine yeah yeah i'm excited it, that, that that the the whole game pass thing just seemed more like i feel like i can get more out of that yes yeah, i still think resident evil 3 would have been the like the better deal only because I think Microsoft just gives Game Pass away so often or they gives do. it for so little. They do. Yeah. But yeah, it's uh, still Game Pass. It's, it's great. You get a ton of games for, sure. for free. For sure. All right, Ignacio. The Last of Us Part 2 initial first impressions okay, be, first thing i want to ask before, how long wait. yeah how okay long have you p- <laughs> that's what i was gonna ask yeah i played two hours 20 minutes according to the in-game clock okay i am a lot farther than that i am oh, at like 14 then you better in. shut up you so, better yeah. shut up all of this will be spoiler furry uh we're not gonna talk about plot yeah. stuff um but <clears throat> i i i Yes, yeah, just general thoughts on the game now, how you're liking the mechanics, uh, how does it feel, yeah, what, 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 what's your thoughts? My one criticism of the game right now would be that the start is a bit slow mm-hmm. for my liking. Like, I think The Last of Us Part 1 really gets going so much faster than, than Part 2, so that would be one of my bigger criticisms. Sure. The some of the changes they did to the gameplay, I'm not a big of a fan right now. Like for example, how they change your you upgrading the character. Like before on part one, you would get the pills obviously on the while exploring, and then you could choose from a list of upgrades that you would want. You would pick and choose which way you want to go. They didn't tie you to, oh, you have to do that, this one first. Or if you want this one, you have to do the other one. And so I don't really like right now how in part two, they changed that to where it's kind of like a tree in a way where you have to get one before another, Mm -hmm. even though these two aren't really related to one another. Yeah, it well, it it kind of makes sense, but I see what you're getting at. <clears throat> it 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 works out in ways like, hey, if you want to craft better health kits, there's like a yeah. health kit one up 
or better mm-hmm. health or yeah. weapon sway or your listen yeah, ability. But then if, if you want the like upgrade health kit too, then you have to have the first one before. Yeah, that. but that one makes sense. Um, but on yeah, part so- two, I from what I've seen, granted I've only played two hours. Mm-hmm. There, there's a tree where I, I think these these upgrades on part one would have been separate upgrades. Yeah. Not on one line. Yeah, it, 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 yeah. what you're saying makes sense because there's, there's certain things that's like, I don't really see why I need to, to learn this one thing before that if I actually f- favor that one thing mm-hmm. rather than this thing you're making me learn. Yeah. Um, but other it's than the... kind of forcing you into certain upgrades. Other than those criticisms, the game... I think really starts going like maybe an hour and a half in. Mm-hmm. That's where it, it really kicks in. So I haven't played much of the game already kicking it, it in. Sure. But one of the positives is that the, the game is gorgeous. It's, it looks so good. It really and is. And not only visually, but the sound design is also pretty great. The... Like the clickers, for example, already sounded so creepy on part one, but on part two, it's so much creepier because it sounds so much more realistic. And hearing them, oh, it goes—it's gross. <laughs> yeah. Are Are you playing on headphones or on TV headphones. speakers? No headphones. headphones. I always play on headphones. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. I've 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 done a mix of both. Um. I, I had headphones in initially, but I had them plugged into my con- controller and the uh, audio was skipping them, mm-hmm. so I took them out and it worked fine after that. But uh, I've been playing with them all last night and today. And it, mm-hmm. yeah, it's, it's the sound design is incredible. Uh, there's, there's just so much more depth, not only to all those sounds but just to mm-hmm. the world around you so much more foliage and trees yeah. and plants and just broken dilapidated stuff it just it makes it feel so rich yeah and it's also nice finally seeing like a part of the world that isn't hasn't gone to shit like on the first one you would go through abandoned towns go through abandoned houses but now part 2 you start where the first one ended, where you go live with Tommy on his own, like, town. And it really feels like it's a town that's pretty much separate from the outside world. People are living kind of, like, good lives in here. So it's nice to see that kind of, like, that, that dichotomy between what's outside and what's inside. Uh, have you, have you gotten into much combat yet? Mm, mm, I wouldn't say m- much. Like I said, the game, it, it starts very slow on combat. I think it's one of those, one of the reasons why it feels slow is that I don't feel like there's much combat sure. on the beginning part. Have, have you gotten a chance to use the dodge button much? Like, what, oh, what yeah. do you think of that? Yeah. Oh, I love that. I always love when games give you the ability to dodge. And I, I, I love see, that. I, I'm, I'm having some issues with the 
dodge button. Yeah. Um, I I don't feel like it's doing much for me. Really? Uh, I I do know that. Uh, so I, I guess before I continue with all, all, all of that stuff, the accessibility features in this game are incredible. Oh yeah, um, there is there is so much stuff that you can change and fine tune and yeah, uh, like all all sorts of stuff you can play. Yeah, this the game starts. Game, I believe that. if you're hard of hearing, hard of sight, um, all all sorts of stuff. It's crazy how, how yeah. When how you first start the game, it gives you all the those options. Well, you go through I, it I think, before starting it. I think once you start the game, there's more of them. Like if oh if yeah, for sure. No, but in. in into the menus and stuff because I yeah didn't for sure but what this, got my uh, attention was that that the game starts having you like it it asks you hey how do you want certain stuff like the first yeah. thing you see is that the game offers you text to speech right yeah text to speech right. yep that's the first thing the game offers you yeah so the the, the thing that I didn't know. Uh, that I found out today as I was talking to some people on Discord uh, was that, uh, yeah, if I was like, I, d I don't really like the dodge button. It doesn't really seem to do much for me. It seems almost useless. They were like, you can fine tune the sensitivity of the dodge oh. mechanic specifically so that you oh. d d d dodge more when you hit that button and it gets you away faster. Oh. Yeah, I didn't um, know that. Yeah, I and I, I looked at some more of the things. You can also not only change the difficulty at any time, but you can change the difficulty of different things. Uh, mm -hmm. So c c combat can be one level of difficulty, while stealth is another level. Mm -hmm. um, how ag aggressive your allies are or how uh, scarce re resources are you, you can change all of the, that that stuff so it's it's fantastic mm -hmm. yeah with that but um yeah so i'm 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 finding this game uh, right now i have e everything set to moderate which is kind of just the default stuff that that it's it starts you with mm -hmm. um and i'm finding this game very challenging but challenging mm. in a good way. I am dying a lot. <laughs> and it's, on one hand, a little bit frustrating because it's like I'm hitting the dodge button and it's not doing anything. Um, but it's, it's, it's also kind of forcing me to be a little bit more stealthy, uh, yeah. which is exactly the style of gameplay that I actually want. I love stealth games. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm the kind of person that if I end up getting caught i kind of just let myself be killed really just like all right let's let's <laughs> let's restart this let's oh no if i get caught it's that. just hell hell break loose yeah you all there, have to there, are certain, there are certain things where i'm like all right i i can make it out of this um but it, it's it yeah every now and then I'm, I'm just like oh man i am i am a goner here <laughs> um <laughs> Because like I've I've gotten stuck in a couple of spots where I was just like pinned down and couldn't really move without being spotted and people were already looking for me and so it was it was just a bad c c combination. Um, but 
not only do they have really great accessibility options, they have a phenomenal checkpointing system in this mm. game. Um, so they, 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 they have your like regular auto saves. Uh, they have checkpoints, uh, which it checkpoints you pretty often. Uh, there's your manual saves, but then they have uh, encounters, and you, you can restart encounters. Uh, so every time you get into c combat with uh, one of the human factions or with the infected, mm -hmm. if you're not liking how it's going, but you don't really want to go all the way back to your last checkpoint or save, mm -hmm. you can restart that particular encounter. Yeah. Part one also had that. Replaying really? it, I yeah, I didn't I know that. I never remembered that. I I only saw it once because I I wanted to go explore one house, but I thought before before going <laughs> into that house because I thought that's where the story was going. I'm going to just explore a little bit through this other way. And it turns out that the other way was the way I had to go for the story. So since I wanted to go back to the house, I wanted to restart the checkpoint. And that's when I saw that the game had an option that was restarting counter. Gotcha. gotcha. I, I must have missed that. Um, or I'm, I'm wondering if that's something they put in in the remaster. Maybe. I don't know. That's, that was the only time I saw it, really. Because I... I don't remember it from the first time that I played it. Uh, mm -hmm. And then I replayed the remaster uh, at the end of this past year. Uh, but since I knew that game pretty well, I never really needed it. Um, mm. But yeah, this one I'm finding very challenging. The infected are not to joke around with in this game and uh yeah that is i think all i will say on that right now but i'm i'm enjoying it a lot i'm i'm taking my time i'm exploring so taking I, your I, time I, how how long did you play uh, for eight hours uh well no so i i'm 14 what did you say, eight hours? hours in 14 right now 14 yeah God, uh, but I'm t I'm taking my time to explore everything. A bit more than a day ago. <laughs> so I I started it at midnight on Thursday. I played for an hour, no, for like two and a half hours, and then I went to bed, and then yeah, played it all day Friday because I took off of work. Uh, played mm -hmm. it all night last night. Stayed up. Till like 6 a.m. playing <laughs> okay. it, went to bed, woke up, played it some more. <laughs> Here we are. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I only started it last night. I couldn't start it at midnight when it came out. And also I knew that even if I did it, I wouldn't have much time to play because I had to wake up early. So I didn't yeah. want to just play a bit and, and just leave it there. So yeah, I started it yesterday. I think... The fastest that I heard someone say they beat it was like twenty six ish hours. Oh, nice! But that's a good they, number. I, I, yeah, I think that was them also mentioning. I just kind of mainlined the story. Mm. Um, yeah, 
Well, so part one it, also it, was a bit long. It, well, I'm being honest. I, I, I feel like it was closer to 20, like just shy of 20. I feel yeah. like. But sure. That's a bit long wrong. for me. But I, yeah, I've, I've heard other people say, yeah, it took me like 30 something hours. I think someone else was like, I've been playing for 40. Uh, but Jeez. those were the ones that were, were like, I am just taking my time exploring everything, mm. looting everything, finding all of the bits of paper to read all of these stories on and finding all of the collectibles, stuff like that. So yeah. <clears throat> it's good, man. I'm, I'm, I'm enjo enjoying it a lot now. Yeah, I want to see more of the game. I want to explore it more. For sure. Well, uh, let's ha let's let's put the brakes on that discussion for right now. I'm sure we will check back in next week. Uh, let's move on to housekeeping. All right. If you guys did not know, we have multiple podcasts here at the Whatnots. Uh, you, you guys can find out more information on our website, thewhatnots.com, as well as your podcasting platform of choice. Uh, this month, we are also donating all of our Patreon money uh, to the ACLU. Um, we, we saw all of the Black Lives Matter protests, and we wanted to help out and donate some money as well. So if you guys would like to join us on Patreon, uh, patreon.com slash the whatnots is where you can support us. And again, all this month, all of our money that we receive on Patreon will be donated to the ACLU. However, uh, if, if you want to donate and you don't want to join our Patreon, that is a-okay uh, with us. To, uh, if we inspired you to donate, uh, it would be fantastic if you could take a screenshot of your receipt and l let us know so we can kind of tally up how much money we helped to raise at the end of the month. Uh, but if you do support us on Patreon, you can get all sorts of perks, including early access to our e e episodes. Uh, you guys can get all sorts of exclusive content at the $3 tier as well. Uh, and we'd like to give a big shout out to our Patreon supporters at the $5 tier. Uh, so thank you, Sam, for helping us out, for keeping the mics on. We love you a lot, and we appreciate everything that you do. Hope keep us going. Shout out to Sam. Indeed. Uh, let's see. I think that is all. Oh, uh, I should mention, I, I don't know how I could forget about this, but we just recorded our 100th episode of the Captain's Log. It will be Ooh. out uh, this week as well. We had a big celebration there. It was Melissa and me. We played some trivia. We played some Two <laughs> Truths and a Lie. We played some Mad Libs. With the uh, descriptions of our podcasts and stuff. <laughs> that was a lot of fun. Um, it was good. You guys should go check it out. I, I, I had a blast recording that one. But I think that's it for housekeeping. So let's dive into the news of the week. 
number one. EA Play had a event this week. Let's round up all of the stuff that got announced. Uh, at that, I will read through these bullet points and then maybe we can talk about a couple of them and dive in a little deeper. Uh, so let's see, here's the first thing. Apex Legends is headed to Switch and Steam with full cross-play. The Sims 4 is now available on Steam. Joseph Ferris, aka Fuck the Oscars, announces <laughs> It Takes Two. Uh, that's his new g g g g g g game. Zoink G G Games announces Lost in Random. Rocket Arena, the 3v3 Rocket game, uh, gets a new trailer and will be released on July 14th. Star Wars Squadrons had its gameplay reveal. EA Sports did a trailer montage of Madden 21 and FIFA 21. Both of those looked fantastic. Uh, Dragon Age, Battlefield, and Need for Speed. Uh, EA Motive Project Next Gen Tech Teasers. They kind of teased all of those games and what mm. what they might Teasers, look like. Quote unquote. Yeah, it, it, it was very fast shots. Uh, and then there was a new skate game revealed. We'll talk about that in just a sec. Uh, but last but not least, they announced that seven EA games would be coming to Nintendo Switch this year. Which is notable because I think that's more games than are already on the Switch from EA. Yeah, and they, they EA previously uh, said something kind of along the deadlines of like, yeah, like we have no real interest of putting our games on Switch. Yeah, it was and more or less. They are the, starting to put them on. The whole thing of we won't put our games on the Switch until the Switch can prove itself. For us to put games in there. Yeah, which and made then, no sense because it had already proved itself. Yeah, and then they released, I think it was FIFA 20 maybe. Uh-huh. And that was a whole mess of a game. So they weren't really trying. Uh, but yeah, it is nice to see EA trying to support the Switch yeah. more. It's, it, it's good. I, I, I like that we still have a handheld console on the market or one that can yeah. be right mm-hmm. yeah good stuff uh let's see i really fast did you have anything to say on it takes two this is uh, the new so, game from joseph ferris so i got to the stream pretty late it was already going on so i just came through all the parts i had missed and i think that that was one of it I saw it happened. I, I don't remember what it was. I'll be honest. I don't think you're missing much. Uh, it's yeah. a cooperative game, so it's still you still need two people to to do this. Yeah, it's like a, a way out. Narrative, Yankee game. Um, it, what EA did with this whole pr- presentation is they did a lot of instead of like showing trailers. Mm-hmm. For the game, they showed a lot of the developers talking about yeah. the games and then like showing art or showing B roll or stuff like that. So it was a little bit strange. It was like, okay, he's making a new game, but it doesn't seem like you have much here. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I don't understand kind of why they were showing this yet. Yeah. Um, 
but I, I, I don't know if It Takes Two will uh, make many w w waves. Yeah, I know for sure. I don't think EA Play Live was a good presentation overall. Like, it, it they looked didn't nice, show... and I mm. like what they did, but it's not the, like, big star-studded, uh, like, trailer, tra tra trailer, hit g yeah. game after hit game. It was more subdued and more, it, it had more of a focus on, like, here are the people that actually make them. Yeah, and I also love Greg hosting the show. I always love seeing him pop up and stuff. <laughs> Although I, I have seen people reacting to the presentation not liking Greg's energy that much. I don't know, it's their thing, but not their thing, I but mean, I if, like if it. If you took him out, there would be nothing in the presentation that yeah, had no, for sure. energy. Yeah, at, at least he was trying to bring energy to the thing. Like, yeah. try to entertain the people. Yeah, he was but, desperately heated, I think. Yeah, no, for sure. Uh, but yeah, what was in there? I mean, Apex Legends, cool. I don't play the game, but I know a lot of people do. That seems mm -hmm. four on Steam. <laughs> okay, we already could play it on on PC before for many years. So yeah, I mean, great people that's on like Steam the now. Epic Game Store, though. But uh, people need to grow up. They can they play do. any. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but it takes two. Like you said, we didn't see much. So what in Star games, Wars? huh? Whoa, 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 what about Star Wars? Oh yeah, no, was, I mean Star Wars one? was the Star Wars was the bigger presentation in here. Mm -hmm. Like overall, this this was the only exciting part of the showing to me. Yeah, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm Star very Star Wars, interested I, like, in this game. Yeah, no, I I'm not a flight simulator guy over or not simulator, but Kind of like a flight game, flight combat game. Sure. Another type of person. I've never played the other Star Wars flying games, but it looked cool. It looked at least for me, like I said, that I don't play that, those type of games. I'm really intrigued on this one. I think I I will probably try it out. I like what they show. Yeah. No. What about I'm, you? I'm I'm interested in the story this g g g g yeah. game one thing that i heard ign talking about is that uh this is from ea motive uh and they yes, worked on the the story uh for the first battle front game or the the second one i think the, right the that was the one, one that had the the first story. one didn't have yeah. a story at all right yeah um and it's taking place in that same time period uh, so I, yes. I, I feel like they already have, I, I, I know that story had some kind of mixed feelings on if it mm. was good or, or not. Yeah, uh, I like it. I, I, like I, it. I think, I, I think since they've been playing around in that time period, it will be good for them to continue in that time period within the Star Wars canon. I'm excited yeah. for that. Uh, I really like the Star Wars Rogue Squadron games from back in the day. So if it's anything like that, I think I'm really gonna enjoy it. Um, but I'm also kind of interested in the multiplayer. I'm not big on multiplayer games, but I like this idea that it's that there's this like five on five a a a aspect, uh, and you pick what kind of ships you want 
depending on how mm. you want to take down your opponent stuff like that yeah. like oh, this is going to be a bombing run so everyone get mm -hmm. bombers and and stuff like that i think yeah. that's really neat for sure the biggest struggle the game is going to have is that they have to do more than what we saw on battlefront 2 because battlefront 2 also had that same mode of dogfighting mm -hmm. so their biggest struggle will be trying to like justify having a game revolve around that seeing as we already have a mode like that on another game yeah i well i mean yeah that's that's the thing i think they can introduce more and more ships mm -hmm. uh they can introduce new p p parts they did say that there would be no micro transactions that you can earn everything through game yeah, no, play after after battlefront 2 ea has been yeah. so yeah, <laughs> scared of introducing microtransactions, but I like I'm I'm interested in that or like building your own character and stuff like that. Like I like I I, 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 I I don't know. Like I think they have a good formula for the Battlefront games, and they've mm -hmm. done well with that in terms of the multiplayer stuff. Yeah, um, and I for think sure. they can tra translate that to okay, what if that but space battles. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think that would be neat. So, but yeah, like uh, I said, R squadrons was the only big thing we saw on this well, presentation. Kind of skate yeah. is the next thing. But I I'm... mean, they came out and said, "Hey, we're to we're making skate. Peace out." So I I haven't checked it since they announced since they did the presentation, but. They they said, "Hey, we're we're making skate," and everyone mm -hmm. was like, "Oh my god, skate four! It finally happened." They did, but say I was that. confused because they never actually said skate four. <laughs> they just said we're making skate. Yeah. I mean, you, and chances are it will be have, skate four, but yeah, there's so, that door open. Yeah, there's a few things that it can kind of go either way, right? They're, they they did say that we commented this into existence, which would yeah. then imply Skate 4. Yeah. However, uh, I want to say it was like a month ago or so, we had that news story. I don't know if we talked about it here, but there was a skater so. that they co contacted to uh, be in a Skate Mobile game. And he basically said, uh, yeah, if, if it's not Skate 4, fuck you. Good luck on Need for Speed 29. <laughs> and then, like, hung up the phone. And so it could very well be that Skate Mobile game. Because yeah, I don't think they imagine? had officially announced that. But I, can, oh. can you imagine if it, it, is, it ends up being a mobile game? Holy moly. Everyone, is, are gonna be everyone so right now is so pissed. high. Everyone now is so high on the expectation of Skate 4. I can't imagine what remember, will happen if it's a Remember when uh, Blizzard announced the Diablo mobile yeah. game? <laughs> yeah. If it's that all over again, oh my god. Yeah. Oh, that's going to be bad, bad news. But yeah, yeah. I, I, I think at the end of the day, this will be Skate 4 or maybe like a reboot. Yeah. Maybe. Because again, uh, they didn't say skate, skate game. Four. Yeah. P 
per, yeah. proper skate game in, indeed. Uh, let's move on to number two on our list, which is the Pokemon Presents. Uh, this is kind of like a Nintendo Direct style thing, but all about Pokemon. And if I'm not mistaken, I think this came from the Pokemon Company directly and not well, Nintendo. Uh, pretty much every Pokemon presentation, be it a Direct or whatever, comes directly from the Pokemon Company. The Pokemon okay. Company I, I is a I separate entity from realized. Nintendo. Like that's true. I did know that, but I yeah, I like that's one like thing people don't Nintendo. maybe think about is that the Pokemon Company isn't exactly owned by Nintendo. It's partly owned by Nintendo, but it's also partly owned by two other companies. It isn't yeah. a part of Nintendo. I guess I always figured that the Pokemon Directs were more of like. Hey, this is a Nintendo sponsored event. Yeah. Like nin- nin- Nintendo is the one making them yeah. do this with the gun to sure. their Pikachu. <laughs> do it. Yeah. Or he dies. And the, it wasn't even called a Pokemon Direct. It is specifically called a Pokemon Presents. Pokemon Presents, exactly. There have been uh, Pokemon Directs before. Yeah. So, I, I, same thing. I'll read off these bullet points and then we can go through them here. Uh, the, the first one, the big one, is they announced a new P- Pokemon Snap. Whatever. Oh, I'm excited. Oh, am I going to have to fire Whatever. you two, two, two <laughs> oh, now, <God>. Ignacio? <laughs> we were, oh, no, we were score buddy brothers. Not fire starters one. for life. Am I going to have to fire you two? <laughs> <sighs> okay. To be fair, I'd never played Pokemon Snap. all by myself. Um... No, it's it's just one of those games that's real j- yeah. joyful. Yeah, uh, I will play it probably. Okay. Next up, uh, for a limited time, there is a Zorora Max Raid event that will kick off the Isle of Ar- Ar- Armor DLC for Sword and Shield. Uh, I believe yeah. that DLC is also now available. Oh yeah, it came out I go. think the same day of the presentation, if not on Friday. But yeah, uh, so you guys I mean, go do that's all of that stuff. one thing that's happening. Uh, next up is the Mega Evolution and Galarian Farfetch'd is now in Pokemon Go. Cool. Um, they announced a new app called Pokemon Smile. Yeah. In which uh, you can try and teach your kids how to brush your teeth and uh, give them good teeth brushing habits yeah it is cool how how the pokemon company is kind of like trying to use their ip for quote-unquote good because now we pokemon is not just a game it's a lifestyle yeah now they revealed pokemon smile to have kids brush their teeth more last year they revealed pokemon sleep which was to encourage people to sleep better Mm mm-hmm so it's cool seeing the Pokemon company using the Pokemon IP for more stuff, for good stuff. Yeah, man. I didn't choose the p- p- Pokemon life. The Pokemon life chose me. <laughs> exactly. Uh, and last but not least, Pokemon Cafe Mix, which is a mm-hmm. little mobile game. It looks like... Uh, is it mobile? I, it, it looked like it. At least I thought it was. Let me see what this... 
No, I, I, I think it might be. It's a touch-based game. So Cafe oh. Mix is a oh, where'd it go? Ad is a new free-to-play game for Nintendo Switch, iOS, oh. and Android, uh, or so. as Nintendo refers to it, free to start. It's a yep. puzzle game that involves running a cafe and serving drinks and dishes to Pokemon. Mm. Go. Yeah, not not my thing. I saw the gameplay and I thought at least the main mechanic of the game wasn't that interesting. It kind of looked like a puzzle game, but a, a really easy puzzle game in that you just have to spin something and that's it. Yeah, it, it looked like one of those like... Budget, budget, bejeweled. Yeah, but not even games. It's way simpler like that, than that. So. You just yeah. have to spin. Like you have figures of Pokemon on screen, and you just have to grab and spin, spin, spin. And I, I didn't no. notice any strategy to it. Yeah, it's it's not a game I'm interested in. Yeah, I'm only interested in Pokemon Snap. Well, and the bigger news that we left out here is that they announced that there will also be a Pokemon present next week, same day. Oh, yeah, I did leave that out. Um, Yeah, what was the date on that? It was the 24th or the 26th? It's one week after. So I think this was on Thursday, so it will be on Thursday. Sure, cool. So a couple days after this goes live to the public, be on the lookout for that. It's one week later. Yeah, they say they have some big news um, or some kind of new Pokemon-related title. Do you mm-hmm. have a- 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 any thoughts on what that might be? Well, for sure we need a big Pokemon game for this year because we know of no Pokemon game for this year. Like, I think lately really they've been going for a yearly. I, I don't or, know if we need a yearly release on the main but titles, haven't they, especially now that they're doing DLC. Yeah, for sure, but haven't they been releasing games yearly lately? Because uh, Sword and Shield was last year. I think a year before that was the Let's Go games. So, so yes, those did c- 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 come a year after the Let's Go stuff, but I I wouldn't put Let's Go kind of on that same level mm, sure yeah but i think they it is a bigger pokemon game than just a dlc or what they just announced right now sure so yeah i, yeah, I, I think they have something big but i i don't know if it's it's not a mainline pokemon entry. game for no 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 for sure it, that will come out a newer completely newer region will probably come out in three or four years but okay. yeah, I mean, people have been throwing around the next Let's Go game, a Let's Go game setting Johto, which would be would really nice. Sense. But what I personally want to see is a remake of the Diamond and Pearl games. Dang. Yeah, I love that yeah, generation. I, I think it that was my first game generation. So I would really love to see them remake what those if- games. And also, it's the next game on the on the list. The last remake was for the Ruby and Sapphire games. What if it's not necessarily a new mainline or remakes, but it's re-releasing all of the 
Pokemon games on Switch. I mean, they could. Especially after knowing about the... After the news of the newer, the old Mario games coming to Switch after yeah. that leak, I think it's more possible right now for something like that to happen. But I wouldn't count on it. Yeah, interesting. I, I, it, it'd be fun to go play like an old Game Boy style. Well, yeah, Pokemon for sure. I, I prefer the old Switch. style to what they could do the to the remake. Yeah, interesting. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, know I how to wait. Besides that, I I don't really know what to expect, so I'm I'm excited. Yeah. I mean, we saw more than I than what I expected for this week's yeah. presentation. For sure. I was for sure only expecting for them to talk about the DLC and that only that. Pokemon Snap, baby! We did it! <laughs> it's coming back. Yeah, it's yeah. It's, you it's, finally it's just, get it's, your new Pokemon Snap. It's one of those games, like, it's not even, like, that great of a game, per se, but it's just pure joy to go play it. Um, and the, the interesting challenges would be to set up certain moments. Like, if, mm -hmm. if you got the Pokemon to go to this one particular spot and do this thing, uh, yeah. then, uh, like, a secret Pokemon would come out and a new thing would happen and so you just had to like experiment on like what else is out there that i don't know of that i can yeah. kind of manipulate to happen and uh stuff like that you know what like, game if i would I give an apple to this Ch charmander maybe it yeah. evolves stuff you know like what that, game you know? i would like to see them bring back pokemon stadium like that yeah. wouldn't make sense right Absolutely. now but i would love to see them Absolutely. try Bring back Pokemon Stadium. Yeah, what was Pokemon Stadium on? Or uh, no, Pokemon was Pokin a fighting game tournament. The last stadium, game? quote unquote, game we saw was Battle Revolution for the Wii. Okay, but yeah, the problem is that I don't think right now it would make sense for them to make a Pokemon game on consoles that would be purely fights, since we can get the same quality of fights uh, on a regular Pokemon game right now. Like before, yeah, that was the kinda... that was the draw to those games was seeing Pokemon Battles on 3D going on. Yeah, they're 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 kind of combining their own properties. Yeah, there with that one. You know what we need? Hey, you Pikachu sequel, <laughs> right? With the giant sure. microphone that we can attach. To the switch to just sure, yell at yeah. Pikachu. <laughs> Bring it back. No, we don't need that. Um, yeah, cool. I'm I'm excited for the yeah. Pokemon stuff. Uh, moving on to number three, a new Crash Bandicoot game has leaked. Uh, this is coming from Alessandro Barbosa at Gamespot, and they write following a tease. Dating back to November 2019, Crash Bandicoot 4, It's About Time, has leaked thanks to listings filed by the Taiwan Digital Game Rating Committee. The listings state that the game is being developed for PlayStation 4 and Xbox One with Xbox Series X compatibility, according to the box art. 
No official announcement has been made regarding the game, nor do we know when one might be coming. Although, ratings, although ratings board listings are often solid predictors of impending reveals. Yeah. Interesting. Interesting stuff. Yeah, I mean, new Crash pretty much pretty much confirms that there is a new Crash Bandicoot game. You wouldn't yeah. see a, a game pop up that on a ratings board that wouldn't come out. It's there for now, a reason. Is, is this one also going to be made by Naughty Dog? Is that who makes this? No, right? no, no, no. <laughs> Naughty Dog hasn't made a Crash game since uh, the original CTR. Okay. Yeah, I I didn't think they were the ones making it, but... uh. No, uh, the new, the remakes of the original ones, I think it was, uh, Vicarious Visions. Okay. But the thing is that I think Toys for Bob has something to do with this game. And I know they had some sort of tie to, I'm either thinking of the Crash Bandicoot trilogy, the newer one, the remake one, or CTR or Spyro. I know there's some, a connection there with Toys for Bob. I'm not sure. Yeah, uh, this article says uh, it's being published by Activision, who recently p- published Crash Team Racing, Nitro Fueled, and the Crash Bandicoot Insane Trilogy, uh, and developed by Toys for Bob, who most recently worked on Spyro, Spyro. the Ignited Trilogy. Yeah, so I knew it had something to do with that. Uh, cool. I mean, why wouldn't you go with Vicarious Visions since they were the ones that brought Crash Bandicoot back? I don't know. Weird. Yeah. Thing. I mean, it's still, they did a great job with Spyro Reignited Trilogy. So it would, I don't think they'll fumble the ball right here with this one. There you go. But yeah, it was something that was expected. Seeing as how the remake trilogy did so well, it was only a matter of time for us to see a newer Crash Bandicoot, Crash Bandicoot game. And what's really interesting is that they're calling it Crash Bandicoot Four. If you yeah, remember, it's, it's a they proper sequel. Yeah, they've released other Crash Bandicoot games after three, so it is interesting for them to go and say, "No, this is a direct sequel to the trilogy that everyone likes." Yeah. Good stuff. Cool. Uh, yeah, can wait. I I will say for those of you guys playing The Last of Us Part 2, be on the lookout for a spoof of Crash Bandicoot <laughs> in that game. There's a, a little Easter egg. Kind of <laughs> kind of funny. Yeah. Uh <laughs> yeah, moving Uncharted on to four number one. four. Yeah. What, what, what was that? Know that Uncharted 4 also had a callback to Crash Bandicoot. You could actually play a level. You could actually play it, yeah. Yeah, that, that was, was pretty cool when it happened. Mm-hmm. That was good. That was fun. I, I was t- terrible at those games. I'm not a big c- 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 Crash fan mm-hmm. uh, just because I'm, I'm so bad at them. I'm, did you I'm, play I'm like the... horrific. Did you play the NSA Trilogy? No, I did not. Hmm. Yeah, I, I, I highly I, recommend I those. Played, They're a great game. 
I played some of the originals. I'm not sure which one, but it was on my friend's PlayStation 1 way back in the day. Um, yeah. And then, of course, I played it when I played Uncharted 4. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, I but love I, the Crash games. Yeah, I, miserably. I have fond, fond memories of them, the original trilogy. Good. Mm -hmm. Good stuff. Number four, PAX is going digital. I'm actually Ooh. surprised that they hadn't canceled up until now. I uh. kind of forgot that they were still happening. Uh, but yeah, they are now going digital. This is coming from Sharif Saeed over at VG247. And they write, PAX organizer Reed Pop has announced that it's merging this year's PAX West and PAX Australia into a special digital event coming this September. Because neither of the two events will be taking place physically, fans instead have nine days of festivities to look forward to in PAX Online. It all kicks off September 12th and goes on until September 20th. Attendance is free, and organizers are working to recreate as much of the event as possible digitally. Yeah. It was to be expected. Yeah. Another convention canceled. What surprises me and sticks out to me with this one is nine days. Nine whole days of stuff. That's a lot. Yeah, but you have to assume that right now, if you've been paying attention to anyone doing digital content, people are more willing to do stuff now that it only takes a, a camera and you can be on your home just to do anything. So I think yeah. right now, for them, it's easier to get more people on board to do more stuff. That makes sense. And thus, more days need, need to... I'm, need it. I'm just wondering if it's going to be like an all-day thing of like, hey, we start at noon and we <laughs> end at 6. Or if it's like a two-hour-long thing of just like, hey, from that time to that time every day for these nine no, days, I, we'll I have something. No, I, I think it's the old day event. Day event, man. But yeah, so much, I mean... So much stuff is happening. Yeah. yeah. Hummer. Yeah. Goodness. But for me, as someone who, of course, had, had no expectations of going to PAX, it's good for me that they're... Like now focusing on a digital event, since that's mostly how I would consume the event. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. And the attendance yeah. is free for everyone. Uh, so anyone can participate. This is making me think, though, and like look back on IGN's Summer of Gaming, Jeff mm -hmm. Keighley's Summer Game Fest stuff. Uh, and I, I, I think now that we're kind of in the middle of it all, I, there's way too much. I, I, I yeah. don't necessarily know when things are exactly. I think somehow they need to condense, mm -hmm. but not as much. Like I, I like that it's a longer period of time and it's more spread out. But I still like. I, I don't think 
having IGN do their own thing and Jeff Keighley do his own thing and GameSpot do their own thing and now PAX is doing nine days of stuff. Like, I, it's hard to see how this is helping now. Yeah, but I, I do think now that we, especially now that we left the week that E3 would have been going on, I do think mm -hmm. that we'll see things slow down. And I do think that at least, say, for this coming week or the next coming two, three weeks, we will get a good pace of stuff to come. Hopefully. Yeah. And like, to, I... for PAX, that's on September, so that's I doubt there will be true. much it's going on. It's still a ways away. But yeah, like, I, I really don't think... Jeff Keighley has made much of a splash except for that Unreal Engine well, well, that they did. I don't think we have it on the dock here, but was it Monday or Tuesday Keighley is having a presentation? Maybe I both that. days. I didn't, I didn't see that. I mean, I know he's still doing stuff and he's watching along with all of that stuff. He's still doing interviews. Yeah, I, but now... I've, personally found myself go 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 into ig to ign's stuff yeah i think at least up until now Killy's Killy's thing has been nothing more than a glorified google calendar but now mm -hmm. like i said Killy announced that he will be hosting a showcase of his own okay. i think it might be two days not not one but yeah it's early next week and actually, uh, coming back to the crush story, one of the... Keely said that there will be a big announcement from... Or not a big announcement, but an announcement from a big company on his thing. So people are speculating, speculating that that will be the new crush. Especially since, and we didn't yeah. talk about it, people have been getting this... What's it called? Like, Jigsaw puzzle for Crash Bandicoot. People have been going, starting to get that, like like late I this week. Missed that, but yeah. So okay. that makes sense. It is yeah. Going to, yeah. So Killy is now having more stuff to do, more stuff to show. Cool. We'll have to pay attention to that this next week then. Uh, let's move on to number five, which also kind of has a secondary story uh, with this one. Uh, but first up here, number five, WB Games is supposedly up for sale. Uh, this is coming from Dean Takahashi over at VentureBeat. Writes, AT&T is offering Warner Brothers Interactive Entertainment D -D Division up for sale, according to a CNBC report as well as our own reporting. Citing unnamed sources, CNBC said Friday that potential bidders included Take-Two Interactive, Electronic Arts, and Activision Blizzard. If this sale happens, it would be a major change for Hollywood and its relationship with the industry, as most major studios are opting to get out of the game business reversing a trend from earlier decades where they laid it up where they loaded up on development studios uh and then i'll i'll read this next bit 
uh, here, this next little story. WB Games to be shown at DC Fandom is coming from Liam Croft at Push Square. And they write, uh, There might be a bit of uncertainty surrounding the Warner Brothers gaming division after it was reportedly put up for sale. But that isn't stopping those developers from announcing their latest titles. DC has just announced the DC Fandom, a virtual, a virtual event where fans can c- come together to celebrate the brand on, on Saturday the 22nd of August. Most importantly, it will play host to, quote, new announcements from WB Games, end quote. What do you think about all of this? Yeah, this story for me kind of comes out of nowhere because I would guess WB Games is actually making good money for WB and so AT&T. So it, it kind of comes out of nowhere to see them trying to sell their gaming division. And WB Games, let's not forget that includes several studios. I think... What was it? Rocksteady, I think it's under WB Games. Of course, all the WB Games branded studios. Avalanche, mm-hmm. I think, might be under there too. Yeah. So we, it's a, we a whole. It's been a while for Rocksteady. And we know yeah, that but I think WB Montreal, I think, is working on the other, some other game. kind of DC game. Yeah, but there are other divisions that have also been putting out games. WB Games, yeah. I think, is also responsible for the Lego games. Uh, so, yeah, it kind of comes out of nowhere. And also, it would be interesting to see how this affects their, the games we kind of know that are coming out, even though they haven't been officially announced. Like the next Batman game from WB Games, which is basically confirmed to be a thing. And there's also the Harry Potter game. Mm-hmm. So it would be interesting to see how it will affect the development of those games. Especially considering that most of WB games are so tied to licenses. And, like Lego is all licenses. It's not necessarily and... about uh, how much money they're making them, but it more so like operating costs of like, hey, it might be cheaper for us to just license out these properties mm. to these studios yeah. that we know can make them. Netherrealm um, also is part of WB Games, I think. Yeah. But yeah, like I said, it would be interesting to see what happens to the games that we know that are in development, considering how, how much of their output is licensed games. Lego games are mostly licensed games. Uh, WB Games, they have put out the that Batman game. Uh, I think they put out the Shadow of Mordor games. I think. Uh, that would make sense. What else? There's the ah, how did I forget the name? The Mortal Kombat people. Isn't that Netherrealm? Yeah, I know. I said it just now. For whatever reason, I, I forgot. Gonna, I was going to say, it's like, you, you, you just said yeah, Netherrealm. I, I think it's them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so Netherrealm, of course, they have Mortal Kombat, which is uh, original IP, but then they also have the Injustice games. 
which yeah. are of course part of the WB games. So yeah, I I would prefer not to sell no for WB not to sell WB games because of that of how it could impact the game. Because let's be honest, even though they are licensed games technically, they are mostly great games. So seeing someone tinker yeah. with that, I, I don't want to see that. I know that Warner Media also just launched HBO Max, stuff like yeah. that. So I'm wondering if they're just like restructuring, consolidating, being like, okay, where can we cut some fat and stuff like that? Oh, these guys, mm. they're making us yeah. a lot, but maybe their operating costs, like I said before, I actually have no idea if that's true. Or not, but I they might just be in a period of like rethinking mm-hmm. some things. But hopefully, if they end up selling WB games, they somewhere in the contract stipulate that they have to release the games that they have in development. Because yeah. we now have, like you said, the this announcement that WB games will be showing off a game. On a DC event, so of course that would mean that it is a DC game, so a licensed game. Yeah. So hopefully that means that they will at least put out the games that they have been developing, been in development. Do you think this this announcement at DC Fandom? Do you think it's going to be this next Batman game? I mean, it has to be, right? Because they put out. I don't know. Like they put out those I feel teasers. Like that's. I feel like that's a, such a big title that someone like Sony or Microsoft would want to get like exclusive advertising. Yeah, but I don't know. They've been teasing the game already. They have to show it at some point. So yeah. what other My, DC so... game could they have in development right now that they want to show off? Oh, who knows? Uh, I I have no i no idea. My, I hope it my is first thought, game. however, when I heard that WB was up for sale, was like, oh, I wonder if they're not happy with how things are going with uh, whoever's making this this next Batman. Yeah, game. but I mean, because it's you wouldn't forever. sell a whole. They've they've, te- they've teased it multiple times to almost. Yeah, but you nothing. wouldn't sell a whole division for that. Like we said, yeah. WB Games is, is more than one studio. It's several right, studios. Like, right. Like it, it's, it's not the sole reason, but I'm just wondering if, if like at the end of the day, they're looking at, at this and just being like, well, we're not really happy with how things are going. Mm. Or it, it could be like, hey, maybe, maybe our expectations are so tall that you guys aren't living up to this. It could be the like Activision, Activision and Bungie stuff. Where okay, so Bungie here I have Bungie a, was just like, uh, hey, we we want to do our own thing. Activision here I have a list of of their studios that are under the cool. WB game umbrella. Read them all. So here we have Avalanche Sto- Software. Monolith Productions, mm-hmm. NetherRealm Studios, Rocksteady Studios, Snowblind Studios, TT Games, Turbine Inc. Huh. 
WB Games and WB Games Montreal. Wait, uh, are we talking about only a WB Games studio? Says AT and T is offering its Warner Brothers Interactive Entertainment. Okay, yeah, up for sale. So, okay, we're talking about the right thing because I'm reading off the Wikipedia entry for Warner Bros. Interactive Entertainment. Okay, so it it is all the all of the studios I, I mentioned. Yeah, wild stuff. Yeah, no, it's what, three six nine studios. Six nine, damn yo, fine. Stop one more time, get low, get low, get low, get low. Uh, okay. <laughs> what was that? Uh, that was nothing. We need to remember. Um, okay. Number six on our news sheet, Xbox clarifies uh, some details about smart delivery. Uh, this is coming from Henry St. Ledger over at Tech Radar. Um, and they write in an in-depth post on Xbox Wire, Microsoft clarified that save data Will would be carried uh, uh, over from Xbox One games, allowing players to pick up and play on both current-gen and next-gen consoles. This means that they can enjoy the faster speeds and smoother gameplay of the Series X in their living room, and then finish the same level of Halo Infinite on their Xbox One stashed in their bedroom later on. Uh, so this is an interesting detail. I don't know if this still necessarily explains what smart delivery is exactly. Uh, I still think people are making such a big deal about smart delivery. Same. <laughs> it's, it's just, it's just a new. E e e e e easy title to be like, hey, you can play it. But it sounds like you can go back and forth. Yeah. Uh, I, I mean, which that's... is neat. I think that's everyone's talking about how this is a new announcement of you being able to carry your save back and forth. Uh, well, uh, which is I, cool. It, it's I don't know if it's necessarily a new announcement, but it, it is a good clarification. Yeah, I think of like oh, once you move to the next gen, you're not stuck there. Like if if so you, it's basically. Cross save. Basically, yes, yeah, yeah. At, so at, cool. at, at least it includes cross save. <laughs> cross save, yeah, sure. I mean, I, I insist. Uh, I'm, I'm still saying how I don't think this is such a big deal as people are making it out to be. It's no, nothing it's, new. It's not. I mean, in a way, yeah, carrying your save from between generations is new. But the I the concept is itself it's cross save. We already have that. We have cross save between consoles from different manufacturers even. Mm -hmm. So that by itself it it isn't that new. Also, what everyone has been talking about, uh, smart delivery delivering you the best version of the game. We already saw that with the mid generation upgrades of the PS4 and the One X. So, yeah, everyone brought up the their marketing talk. 
they just yeah, put mean, a yeah, new name, that's... a new fancy name there, and everyone's eating it up. Yeah, that's exactly what it is. Just a new f fancy name to kind of cover multiple terms. Yeah. Stuff like that. And it, it, it also will be a developer, a, a developer thing. They will choose whether or not they use this quote-unquote new technology. Like we saw EA is doing their own thing for the sports game games. Mm -hmm. Indeed, which they extended that time period to. I don't know if we talked yeah. about that. No, but extended that. people gave them a lot of shit for the original period that they gave out. So good, good to see them actually change it. Change that. Mm -hmm. Give people more time to do the upgrade. Yeah, indeed. Uh, well, that about does it for our big old news stories, the big boys. Let's get into our new and notable section. Holy moly, Ignacio, Kingdom Hearts Dark Road launches this Monday. Wait, I forgot about a new story. Did, did, did we talk about one? the... Yeah, the other Kingdom Hearts game that got announced. Uh, did we talk about that? We did not talk about that, so we can put that here in new and Damn, notable about the new story. now that we are talking about Kingdom Hearts. Uh, do you remember the name of this new Kingdom Hearts game? Symphony something, Melody something, something with music. I think it's Melody. Kingdom melody Hearts of Despair. Music Melody 365.2 B sharp. Hey, all those, all those titles make sense. <laughs> they don't do talk if you shit about play their the game, but they're like yeah. inside jokes. I love that. I love those titles. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so, so if if you have it, go ahead. No, if if you didn't have it, I was talking. I was going to talk about Dark Road. Yeah, go ahead and talk about Dark Road, and I will look up what this new okay. game is. Yeah, cool to see a new Kingdom Hearts game come out so soon. This Monday. Uh, from what we've seen, I'm not that high in, high, high about it. It looks a lot like what we already have with Union Cross, same style. It might be a different gameplay, but I don't know. I don't actually remember that much of the gameplay of Union Cross. But yeah, it's cool. I I will probably check it out just because I want that story. Hopefully. Hmm. It's easy to get that story, and you don't have to go through much of that mobile game bullshit to get to it. The yeah. Twitter account has been showing off, like, uh, what do you call it, screenshots and information on the new characters. It does seem like we'll get more characters other than Xehanort and Ericus. They have shown off more characters that will also be in the story. So cool. I guess I feel that we're getting a new Kingdom Hearts game so soon. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and so then this other Kingdom Hearts game that they announced is entitled Kingdom Hearts Melody of Memory. Of Memory. That, um, that yeah, and it appears to be a rhythm-based game uh, rev reviewing some of the gr greatest hits of the series' Disney-inspired worlds. Mm -hmm. uh, so it looks kind of like you're running down 
a pathway kind of similar to an endless runner, except bad guys uh, are standing in your path, and as you get to them, you have to attack them, or you have to uh, hit the button to collect the coin and stuff like that. So, yeah, interesting. Yeah, it's cool. I I didn't see that coming. It came. The announcement came out of nowhere. At first, mm-hmm. I thought. When I saw the title, I thought that people were just talking about them releasing another concert. So it was cool to actually see that it is a new game. A new game. Yeah. What's weird is that they're using old models. Really old. Um, I mean, I I I guess they would work on phones. I don't think it's coming out on phone. I don't think Not it's coming enough. out on phones. Uh, let's see. It's World coming Red out on consoles. This year on PS4, Xbox One, and Nintendo Switch. Yeah. So, I know. I don't think phones. it has it's to do with the game. Switch. I don't think it. The Switch for sure can run at least better than what we saw. So yeah, it, it's yeah. weird that they're huh. using models. Not even from Kingdom Hearts Two. It looks like Kingdom Hearts One. The Sora you're seeing yeah. on the trailer is from One. So that's weird. But what's cool about it is that at the end of the trailer, they teased that they were going to... that the game will have more story for what we've gotten lately. Like, more story continuing Kingdom Hearts 3. Even on that style. Which is so weird, having both styles in the game. Interesting. So that's the the most interesting part. Trailers that they, they, they do... Stuff like that at the end. Yeah, a, 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 I, I don't end think it, the games. I don't think it's going to be a secret trailer. The way that they are teasing it, I would expect it to be more of uh, maybe a short gameplay section. Hmm. But yeah, that's what has me more intrigued for the game. Of course, I. It looks fun. It has a ton of music in the game, from what I saw. So I would probably get it if it was just that. But yeah, having more story for what we last saw, it's, of course, so great. Uh, Next up on our new and notable section, Quantic Dream has released a couple of... has released a couple of demos of their games, like Heavy Rain and Detroit Become Human... On PC ahead of their full release. I'm surprised they're not out yet on the PC. I would have thought that they had come out a while ago. Yeah, I thought they did too. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I also thought that uh, Death, Str- Death Stranding was already out on PC, but I guess it's not. Mm. No, that that one I knew it hadn't month. come out yet. We just got the technical specifications for the game. Yeah, like I, I, th- I think I saw that or something and was mm-hmm. like, oh, it's still not out yet? Huh. Okay. Yeah. Uh, after that, Nintendo released a new game called <laughs> Jump Rope Challenge yeah. this past week. I believe cool. it's free on Switch, if I'm not yeah, mistaken. Um, and it's just a jump rope game. You yeah, take no. your Joey Cons and pretend like you're jump roping. Just like we, what we talk about with the Pokemon Company bringing out games that are kind of meant 
to help people to do good stuff with their IP. Nintendo is doing something similar to that with them releasing this game for free, which is meant for... We know right now people aren't being active because they can't go out. So we'll give you a free game just to be a little bit yeah. more active. I thought that Indeed. that was pretty cool. I haven't tried it out yet because I have forgotten about it, but I might at some point. Have to go jump some rope. Yep. There you some go. imaginary rope. Uh, also, West of Dead is now on Game Pass. This is a game I've kind of been interested in. I think I might eventually try it out. Uh, I don't remember when exactly it came out, but it's it looks like a kind of isometric shooter uh, game. I'm gonna call it isom. Uh, I'm sure it's, isometric. It's not, it's it's not isometric. like top down per se. No, yeah, it's, it's like like three fourth. Yeah, yeah. I, I guess yeah. that's what I mean by isometric. But uh, yeah, no, I, I think that's exactly isometric. Accurate. But I think, uh, I yeah, think it it. it, it Looks neat. It looks action packed. Uh, I like the the style of the artwork in that one, so I might check that one out a bit. Yeah, it surprised me when I heard that the game was coming out this week. I wasn't mm -hmm. expecting that. I I could have sworn it, it was still a way out. We I think heard about the game. It might have been the Game Awards, some game event that didn't have happened that I think long so. ago. So I think, so. I think, I think yeah, it right. took me by surprise when I saw that the game was coming out this week. Good stuff. Mm -hmm. well, that's it for new and notable this week. But let's get into our upper runners. <laughs> Cyberpunk has been delayed. God damn it! <laughs> <laughs> uh, together, the good news is it is delayed to my birthday. Oh, so, didn't know there you that. Go. Yeah. What was it, November nineteenth? Um, yeah, November nineteenth. Oh. Um. So yeah, it it got delayed. Delays are no fun, but yeah, I'm, I'm, it, it 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 will help the game yeah. in the long run. Um. The one thing I do know about this is it will be playable, I believe, at launch now on the next gen consoles. Well. Um, it's it's playable, but they said that they were gonna do like an official patch to like up it and stuff. So it's not gonna well, if, be well. Like if you the, remember the official, yeah, it won't be. Yet. It won't have an upgrade when it launches. But if you remember, yeah. we talked about it a couple of weeks ago. How Sony came out and said games going through the certification after a certain point will have to be playable. Like, mm -hmm. tested for PS5. They have to be playable on PS5. So, it doesn't surprise me in that sense. I would expect the yeah, same for exactly. Microsoft. But yeah, they came out and said that they're the, like, quote-unquote, next-gen version of the game, that patch won't come out until later. Which is yeah. kind which of I'm, a bummer. It's a bummer in one sense, but I, I think... Yeah, if if I have a next gen console, or who knows, it might work best here on my PC. Um, <laughs> I I Evil I who knows. Uh, I think I would be okay with that because the hardware is better and faster and stronger. Oh yeah, no, 
for so sure. I feel like it would just run a little bit smoother. No, for sure. I mean, it being on next gen for sure is going to give it some improvements, but it won't mm -hmm. be. It will be improvements like faster loading or a more stable frame rate, or maybe if the game allows it, a better frame rate. But it won't be yeah. something made for next gen. Right. It right. will be something that it can take advantage of the newer hardware, but it isn't made for the newer hardware. Makes sense. Yeah. Nacio, you have some Google Stadia news. Uh, <laughs> at least it's not bad news. Kind of. Well, yeah. Uh, so Google Stadia Premier Edition gets a price cut from $129 to $99. But, uh, but it will no longer include three months of Stadia Pro for free. Which kind of makes sense. I think I heard someone talk about how if you get Stadia, I think they give you a month free. So mm -hmm. at the end yeah, of the I day... Think right now... I think it's a better deal. Yeah, so I think it's a better deal to take away the three months for free for just thirty dollars less. Yeah. I think it's a good deal. Uh, but speaking continuing of Stadia, on with the Stadia news, Stadia announced a new Connect coming July fourteenth. I literally saw no one tweet about this. Yeah. Except for someone saying, holy moly, no one yeah. tweeted about this. <laughs> yeah, I think I only knew about it because uh, someone talked about it on Games Daily. Yeah. But yeah, now that I think about it, yeah, maybe no one actually tweeted about it. I, at, at this point, I really don't care. Like, I, we know that Cyberpunk won't be playable. Yeah. Uh, at launch. launch there. I just, they just have nothing going for them. I'm not expecting anything. Yeah, no, especially so. after the last Connect, I'm not expecting anything. So, which makes it even weird that they are announcing that they will have a new showcase a month away, a month out. I mean, because we'll, if... we'll see what they have up their sleeve, but hopefully they, that means that they have something to show if they are this bossy to announce it a month out. But right now, yeah. I'm not expecting anything from them. This next one, I don't really have too much to say about this, but I at least wanted to read off some of the article. Uh, you... because... Let's keep let's keep kicking Stadia while it's, while it's in the ground. Yeah, one more kick to the face for Stadia here. Uh, Stadia apparently leaked a playable build of Ubisoft's Gods and Monsters. God, uh, this is coming from Tom Phillips at Eurogamer, who writes, An early build of Gods and Monsters was available to play on Google Stadia this past week, following a serious slip-up by the streaming platform. The unfinished demo of Ubisoft's fantasy RPG was briefly available on Stadia's store, listed under the codename Project Orpheus, or at least just Orpheus. 
just Orpheus. So, of course, people got to playing it. As expected, yeah. it looks like a cross between Breath of the Wild and Assassin's Creed Odyssey, including the stamina gauge, which looks like a direct copy from Zelda. Yeah, I'm looking at it right now. I had never seen Godsa Monster before. I don't know if they've shown actual gameplay before. But we haven't seen gameplay, uh, but they've put out a trailer, and we know that some people have gotten to play this demo. Yeah, so I'm... I, I guess maybe this one was supposed to be one that was out this year. Maybe? Yeah, maybe. I mean, it might no. still be coming out this year. I think we had the news not that long ago well, I, where Ubisoft I, came I out and said we had games coming out. Demo. Oh, okay. demo. oh, no, it says uh, this footage is from our E3 2019 demo. They it was demo shown this? to select press last June. Uh, I mean, I, I mean that makes sense old. because it's so rough. It looks so rough. It looks yeah, like a very they, rough Breath of the Wild. They go on to, to, to say, and I think this is a quote from Ubisoft, uh, much has changed since then in terms of features, tone, art, and character design, and even the name of the game. We are hard at oh. work and very excited to finally show players uh, what we have created at the end of the summer. Have you seen the gameplay? Uh, no, I have not. <laughs> you should, because... I mean, you don't really have to, because just imagine Breath of the Wild, but looking so much rougher i mean it's it looks like a shameless rip of a breath of the wild i, I th- th- that's what it looked like in the trailer that they showed it just looked like breath of the wild but maybe more with that like unreal engine fortnite look sure to it i mean like i said the gameplay looks pretty rough so i'm not seeing much of that here not not, it, not in terms of like smoothness, but just like art style. Uh, things are a little sure. bit more cartoon, cartoony and style. Yeah, it kind of looks a bit cartoonier, but I don't know if that's yeah. on purpose or because, like I said, it's a, a very rough uh, demo. But yeah, no, it looks like Breath of the Wild. It kind of looks like it plays like Breath of the Wild. It even has. A glide mechanic similar to that of the paraglider for for Breath of the Wild. It like you said, it has that stamina meter, pretty much like Breath of the Wild. I'm looking right now at the guy scaling uh, a surface, pretty much like Breath of the Wild. <laughs> it really is Breath yeah. of the Wild. Let's be honest. Ubisoft does Breath of the Wild. But yeah, no. Uh, well, before yeah, I... we'll see what that ends up. Looking like. Oh, God. I just got to a part with a temple. It really looks like Breath of the Wild. <laughs> God. But hey, I I wasn't excited at all for, for Guts and Monsters before. But now this has me pretty excited. Yeah, I'm, I'm interested in the game, but I, I would like to see what it looks like now, since it apparently... Yeah. Uh, because it, it got de- delayed in de- 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 definitely, like like you started to mention. Um, 
but I, it looks like they're going to be showing it at the end of the summer. Maybe, we'll yeah. Ubisoft has their own presentation next month. Yeah. So you oh. could expect that to be shown there. Yeah. Um, last but not least on our upper runners, it looks like Square Enix titles have returned to NVIDIA GeForce Now <laughs> thanks to their opt-in program. God, if it's Finally, not Stadia, some good news. <laughs> if it's for... not Stadia, it's NVIDIA GeForce. Well, that's the thing. Like, NVIDIA GeForce was promising. Like, it looked yeah. g g good. It was like, oh, this is actually kind of what we want. Or, mm -hmm. like, one of the, of the, the, the <clears throat> things. And it just got yeah. hit uh, t time and time again of like, oh, wait, we didn't know our games were on this thing. Uh, yeah, no, we, we are not letting you do that stuff. And then I think it was like a month ago, they were like, uh, we're, we're changing this to an opt-in program. So right now, developers and publishers have to opt in to our service. Mm -hmm. And it looks like Square Enix has signed back up. Yeah, it's great scene. <laughs> Instead of someone... Good for them. Opting out, opting in, finally. Hopefully, this means more people <laughs> will come back to the service. Like you said, it, it really sounds like a promising service. It is really one of the things we want from, from this whole streaming world. Indeed. Indeed. Mm -hmm. uh, well, I think that about wraps us up for all of that stuff. So, Ignacio... Mm -hmm. What are you looking forward to playing this week? I'm assuming it's going to be more I don't know. Part two. <laughs> I don't know what I will play or not. Right now, I don't have anything <laughs> I want to play. Ah, yeah, The Last of Us Part 2, of course. Yeah, that and yeah. Breath of the Wild. Sure. And who yeah. knows, more prequels at some point. I uh, am definitely going to be playing more The Last of Us Part 2. I think that's pretty much going to be the one that I'm mainlining of, of just like, I'm playing this game and that's it. Um, mm -hmm. I might play a mission or two from Gears Tactics just to give me a break. Because uh, that's one I can kind of play during work. While I sit here at mm -hmm. my desk, I can just have it on my PC and it's turn-based. So You have... Multiple monitors, to... right? I do, yes. Uh, oh, so I you can do both laptop. So, yeah. You, have, have you can do both. laptop, though, so. Mm. I can do both, indeed. Yeah, yeah I, dude, I, I'm all, like, in video game mode right now. I mm -hmm. have a big two-liter of Mountain Dew. <laughs> I, I am not sleeping much. I haven't shaved in a week. It's been, like, two days since I showered. So uh, I'm also looking forward to a shower. You know, Mountain Dew. <laughs> I'm not a big, not a big fan of it. To be honest, ah, Ignacio. Mm, <sighs> it tasted like a more sugary, more sugary Sprite. It's not Sprite though, but I see what you're like. I said, I'm more, more sugary citrus Sprite based thing. It's 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 my second favorite soda. But yeah. it's the one that I drink the most, or I you, you used to when I would have caffeine and stuff. Second favorite um, after what? After Coca Cola. Oh, okay. 
good old classic Coca-Cola. But oh, I don't you like have the that very one. Yeah. I, I don't have it very often because it makes my teeth feel sticky. And I don't like yeah, that. But... So I stick with Mountain Dew, which does yeah, not that's... do that. Mm. So Well, that's the reason I don't drink regular Coke. I'm a big fan of Coke Zero. Gotcha. It's the same taste, but not that you don't have that whole after taste the whole thing with your mouth after i yeah i like the aftertaste like i i i I enjoy it it's just the like uh, caramely syrupy sugary mm. yeah no, just too like much my sugar. teeth feel a little, a little sticky so yeah oh well mm-hmm. oh well but yeah i'm in full-on gamer mode right now yeah <laughs> <laughs> good stuff um Ignacio, where can the people find you on the internet? Well, they can find me on Twitter at Ignacio Rojas B. That's I-G-N-A-C-I-O-R-O-J-S-B. That's my name. You can find me at Yo Kyle Springer on Twitter and Instagram. If you guys want to stay up to date with our shows, we are at The Whatnots on Twitter. Go like, share, subscribe, uh, do all those things, tell a friend, tell a foe, sell your soul, do whatever you need to do. Do all that. Yeah, help spread the word. That would be much appreciated. Uh, but with that, we will be back next week with episode 31 of Crossplay. Until then, bye. Bye. Bye.